Malavolin podcast. Yeah. I've oh, not shit. been fooled. No. <laughs> this is us. We don't eat hummingbirds. So no, tonight, none of us. None of we us, don't. None of us has. <laughs> People eaten. should not eat hummingbirds because it's just a waste of your fucking time. <laughs> How do you know? What true. if they're like the best things? I know, man. It's like half of a bite of something. Yeah, but caviar's real good. And that's like eggs. <laughs> I hate this. So this is a Lavin Live podcast, and uh, we play a game. Or we talk about consuming hummingbirds for 45 minutes straight. Yeah. I'm going to be using uh, my new die tonight. Okay. Nice. Are they hummingbird colored? Hummingbirds come in all sorts of different shades. So technically, the answer would be yes. <laughs> I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm very happy about these. Um, these are uh, pastel teal and pastel pink. Very lavender dye. Um, so I'm really looking forward to uh, killing you guys tonight with that. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked about dying. So you guys met Halia Karub last time. Yeah. Wow. Do you guys feel honored? Because you should. Justin has shrugged. Yeah. Really? No, I mean, it was pretty cool. She was a bad bitch, man. I liked it. Yeah. You've met... <laughs> you guys in-game, outside of this campaign, have met Renardine. Mm-hmm. Um, to an extent, I think they've met Toad. Yes. In, like, visions and stuff. Because um, she did. They've definitely met Marth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, of course, nobody met Galadriel because she's dead. Sorry, Ellie. <laughs> Well, uh, but it's, I, I'm, I'm. Who do you think's going to outlive each other, Halia or Renardine? Ooh, my well, focus on Renardine. Yeah, he's got that nature magic on yeah. the side. And Halia wasn't looking real good. I mean, that's she, how Halia looks. I think looking, at this point, you know, taut and pretty and whatnot. But like, yeah, you know, she, she has like conehead teeth, man. Conehead teeth? What do you mean? Like sharp. Oh, she did that herself. I know. Just like the coneheads flatten theirs. That's why I said conehead teeth. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Pop culture references that no see, one will get. The thing is, like, Renardine, though, like, he's having that nature magic effect him naturally, but Halia, like, is hunting for an edge always. So she might, I don't know, true. she might find a a better way. The question is, would she share it with him? With Renardi? I think so. Your I think so, too. Life, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if Renardi would want or care about it, is the thing. That's very true. That's what I'm talking about. She might actively start seeking it if she starts to get elderly. But. Hmm. And Renardi would be like, hey, here you go. Yeah. Ah! I've been holding in his seeds for like a minute. Oh! <laughs> Wonderful. Um, podcast poison. Is everybody ready to fucking rock? <coughs> yeah, rock lobster. Yes, a pretty sick cold open, guys. Playing mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> sure. birds live. <laughs> <laughs> sure, bud. <laughs> um, all right. So last time, you guys met. Um, you guys journeyed out of Jack Snap. Said your goodbyes and adieus to Azantica, your comrade. Um, finally, brushed through the snow and reached. Race Reach. Um, met Halia Karub. Got a few answers about what you're hunting for and what you're about to face. And uh, are woken this morning by a very gentle rapping at your door um, as Floyd kind of 
peeks his nose in, this little dwarven steward of the house, and says, Are you ready? Yeah. I'm right. always ready. Do I, uh... <laughs> do I, uh, have my ammunition? Uh, yes. She did lay out 15, um... Nice. Pieces of ammunition for your little dude. Nice. Is there, um... Um, do you, any of you guys have a vial? Just kidding. I have an empty vial. <laughs> um, I'm going to fill it up with a little bit of the water, and I'd put the acorn in it so it can start its process of growing. Okay. All right. That was a frightening look you just gave me. <laughs> it's going to bust like, out of my bag at some point. Like the big one? Mm-hmm. How's it fit in a vial? I mean, I have a... I've, I had a... Oh, that's true. How thick... How big is acorn? I thought I would imagine like softball size. It's it's about the size of a fist. Okay, then I wouldn't have a vial for that. Um, do you guys have a jar? Uh, no. Um, excuse me, Floyd. Do you yeah. have a jar? Just uh, an empty jar. I'll get you a jar. Thank you. I'll meet you. I'll, I'll get it by the time we we get to the gates. Um, but we're a bit in a rush. They only open at certain times. Oh, oh. okay. I'll hurry yeah. off and get your oh, jar. Thanks. Of course. I appreciate that. And he, he says, prepare yourselves and any other capacities. Um, it'll probably be about ten minutes before we can let you in, and that'll be about the only chance you'll get. And he scuttles off. Oh. So, if nothing else, does this mean we have to wait till tomorrow? To- uh, that's that's sort like. of what it's sounding like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what could go wrong? <clears throat> Herbert gathers his things, gets on his coat, makes sure he has enough cigarettes for a couple of days. Right on. Yeah, you fill it back up to 20. They're weird here, but they'll do. I mean, it's the same kind of tobacco. I mean, he hasn't smoked a whole lot since he left um, Petrichor. Oh, okay, cool. Or not Petrichor. <laughs> Wrong side of the map. <laughs> uh, since uh, Lee left Ghoul's Crest. Right. And he had two packs when he left Ghoul's Crest. Yeah, isn't one of those packs Arlo's? That oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you would have given her back. Okay, that. so yeah. I would have had, like, less than one pack. Right. Damn. Oh, shit. You know I'm going to put that sapped condition on you for nicotine withdrawal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no nicotine. Yeah, I can fucking cure sapped. Throw that shit at me. Come on. Now, oh, hold okay. the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a fucking second. Because you used to do that shit to me in another campaign. No, there's nicotine. For I mean, smoking. It's not called nicotine. I don't think they're aware that nicotine is nicotine, but... You know. Just need a fucking smoke. Yeah, well, he also exactly. hasn't thrown a sap condition at me for, like, getting drunk. Yeah. So, maybe Herbert's just a hard-ass. <laughs> yeah. Hard-ass. Maybe. Maybe he's just constantly sapped and doesn't give a fuck. Maybe he's constantly sapped that he just doesn't know a difference, so he strives That's forward. That's true. <laughs> That's, yeah. One day he, when he quits his vices, he'll be like, I've had a hidden power this whole time. <laughs> Quitting vices. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Find out he had 18s nope. across the board. God. Floyd <laughs> <laughs> oh, comes back, passes the jar. Awesome. I fill it with a little bit of water and I drop the acorn in it. Screw it on, put it in my bag. Okay. Is everyone ready? Yes. Yep. I mean, got, I think we're about uh, as ready as we're ever going to be. Water skins filled up. Make sure he's got enough water. Make sure he still has some of that courage. I don't know if all the courage. I say there's like one third left, probably. That's enough. Yeah. Is anybody nervous? 
Yeah, no, I'm fucking hyped. Yeah, of course. I'm excited. It's, that, it's like that that nervous before the fucking race starts, man. Like, yeah, me too. About to fucking get that curtain opening. I don't think I've uh, our lizard is jumping around right now. Podcast poison, um, <laughs> scraping against the glass. I don't understand because she only does this when we record. Oh. She she likes Patrick and Justin a lot, and she likes she gets hyped the energy in the room. I think she can like sense it. I know it sounds like wacky hippy dippy woo woo vegan shit, but like I think that <laughs> I think she can literally like sense the emotion in the room because she seems to draw towards the glass whenever you guys are playing. She gets games. super hyphy. Yeah, she gets hyped and she starts flexing. Um. Hey now. <laughs> like symbolically or like real flexing? Because I think like, she's always really flexing. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, now we're talking about my lizard for too long. So. Yeah, I think this is a this is an actual play podcast, right? Where we play games. Yeah, it is an actual play <laughs> podcast. Like all bells and whistles, all dips, dives, Good and, and bad, and puddles. Or garbage. <laughs> I mean, we could just make this a podcast where we talk about lizards. Um, no, I can no, talk no. about lizards till I die. No, I want to get in the shit. I want to okay, fucking roll okay. some dice. So. <laughs> Floyd starts walking down the hallways. We're going to follow him. You guys follow him. Absolutely. And he kind of talks over his shoulder as you guys are walking. You can hear the the roaring of the fire um, off distantly as he's talking to you guys. He says, I uh, hope that your meeting with the lady was uh, up to your expectations. I think so. It was illuminating. I think it was about as good as... Illuminating is a good word. Yeah, she's a hot ass. Oh, I would say so. Yeah, uh, she ought to be. Bless her. Um, she is uh, probably the hardest of asses. Hmm. All right, okay. so <laughs> listen carefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this fucking guy's fucking weird. So the next few things, um, he's saying this as he's walking, I would suggest you listen carefully to um, once you're past the third gate, you're on your own. Madeline was feverishly writing notes. Of course. I'm sure she already told you the basic rules of the Sunder uh, that can ensure your survival, or at least increase the probability of it. That of uh, staying quiet, staying away from others. Try not to... Try not to make any friends out there. I can assure you no one else is aiming to. Mm. No. <laughs> if you do find any goods... And you use our tunnel to get in and out as you are. We do ask for a 5% cut. What that is, is uh, completely up to you, although we appreciate honesty. But you decide what that equivalent is. We open the gates. As long as we see movement that doesn't look pale at sunrise and at sundown. It's difficult to navigate safely. Not challenging, just takes a lot of time. So you probably won't see us for a few days, honestly. Are there any maps? Not yet. There have some been some that have tried to make such things, but uh, it is ever-changing. There was, of course, Tira. She'll try and make a map out of anything. I'm sure you know of the famous cartographer. Um... But her and Halia aren't on very good footing nowadays, 
as two drow are tend to do, squabbling and whatnot. And the one time she was permitted to go through the tunnel, she made a quick exit, retreated back within our walls after she saw the horrors inside. Oh. Fantastic. Most importantly, I'm sure that any of you have noticed, if any of you are weavers of the magics, um, the the energy within the sunder is a bit is a bit finicky slowing, halting um, disruptive if you are to try to cast spells it may take you a little longer and they may be less potent I would suggest not relying on such things while inside oh good oh okay that's not something I like to hear where's, uh, where's the breach? Where was the breach? Uh, a little south of here. South? Um, yes. Uh, about a mile south. On this side of the wall. There are two jagged mountain ranges that come up about 300 feet in elevation on either side of uh, the Sunder itself, which is a, a massive scarring, a valley of sorts that uh, occurred during the Pale War repercussion so the walls themselves are about 400 feet high on either side difficult to climb but over the years many have carved little ridges in that zigzag up either wall altitude can be helpful Uh, the pale don't know how to climb very well do you know where the uh, temple of elpo is that would be about five miles north of our tunnel's entrance to the Sunder. Cool. Fuck. All right. Oh. Um, and one <clears throat> last question. Do you yes. know when they breached the wall, do you know the general direction they set in? Just you'd just by chance, if you knew. We tend not to watch too much, save for Halia up at the top of the reach. She looks through her telescope sometimes, but... Uh, for the most part, we don't pay too much attention to what happens inside. We're too busy at the gates. <laughs> most things of interest are to the north. That's where a lot of the Athaki ruins have been uncovered. I would wager they went that direction. To the south is a lot worse. A lot more orphans. A lot more ruins. A lot less to gather. Do you all have any questions for me before we open the gates? You guys are arriving at the gates now, and you can see that there's this, this like chamber completely set aside and alone. Um, it's like a black column, about 50 by 50 feet across, that goes upwards about 30 feet um, to a roof lined in steel beams. And on the opposite end, sort of curved in, is just like this archway that leads to a dark organic tunnel just past the entrance of that. Three porticoluses, about, uh, I'd say about 50 feet apart, are locked one, two, three, down into the stone itself, um, basically forming like two separate but connected airlocks to enter into this space. Um, on the left and right, you see two drow armed with those same sort of like long club like instruments, but they're holding them almost like held down like crossbows, um, black metal and wood. And they're just sort of like staring at you, smoking. This fresh scent of decay fills the air. Mm, Good. Um, So the gates just open at sunrise and sunset? 
Right, that's why we open them. Okay. Can, is there any way I can tell, like, okay, in like three days I should probably get in the woods? Is there anything I can tell about that? I mean, yeah, you feel like down, and you know that as Spadefoot, when you're in proximity to the forest, like meditating like that in any capacity, or communing with it in a sense, that you start to feel less down. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. So you're aware of that. Yeah. Okay. I think at this point, Spadefoot's especially aware of it. Okay, got it. There's nothing else I can think of to ask. No. no. I think it's time to get this show on the road. Oh. No. All right. Yep. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's time. All right. Good luck to the three of you. By the way, I, I assume there's people watching for, well, you already said that, looking for people to be there when they need to get out. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Like I said, we open at sunrise and sundown. Honestly, if you come to the gates screaming, trying to get out, we're probably less likely to open the gates in such an emergency uh, as we can only assume if you're yelling, there's probably pale right behind you. Not to be... Not to be rough or callous, but we'd rather one die than so, 100. So, uh, if you don't have anyone watching, what happens when you just have, like, a horde of pale on the other side of the door and you just open it? Since you're not watching. Well, that's why there's three gates. But you can't see through a gate. Oh, he can see through the portcullises. They're, like, knitted. Oh, I, I was thinking oh, okay. about, like, steel slabs. No, no, yeah, they yeah, can see. Yeah, me too. Uh, oh, okay. And so it's 50 feet apart, so there's about 100 feet into darkness where these gates, like, are closed down of knitted, okay. like, barred steel. Okay. Yeah. No, no, he can totally, like, see out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That would be fucked. Yeah, Open it up. I'm feeling like a gamble today. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's that's what I was picturing too, and I was like, no. "Holy shit, we're gonna die!" <laughs> like instantly. Um, yeah, I mean, you you could like flat Stanley through that shit. I, can does Flicker go through like spaces like that? If I can see it, so yeah, you could actually breach. I don't think it would work out very well in your favor. I mean, like fifty pale versus fighting two of Halia's dudes. Which would you rather have? Uh, I guess I'll die. <laughs> Either way, you're dying. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Onward. Yep. All right. They, uh, the two guys, he kind of nods to one of them, and they turn around, kind of sling their rifles back over their back, and uh, begin to just, like, pump with their feet on these massive cranks and the first gate. <laughs> Is it loud? Not very. Begins okay. to rise up. Out of its divot in the stone. It's very well made. Thank you very much. I, uh, back when Brassboro wasn't Penumboro, I trained under the mechanist. Nice. Good at, uh, good at bending metal to my will. Yeah, you've done a phenomenal job for that kind of weight. Thank you very much. After walks on in, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we will follow. Here we go. How's my bird feeling? How's Pluto? feeling he's just nestled in your bag just chilling oh god in your bag did you put him in your bag i imagine he does whatever the fuck he wants <laughs> he defaults to your bag uh, <laughs> and the first gate closes behind you you turn and <laughs> you turn and look and floyd just kind of like smiles at you and gives you a little wave he pushes his fingers down to his palm up and down good Ooh. luck a slow robotic wave yeah Ooh. and the second gate opens 
guess keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, fuck this shit now. Um, you walk in and it closes behind you. At this point, it's so immediately dark that you can hardly see Floyd at the other end of the Around you are in this, between the second gate and the third gate, you can see makeshift barriers of metal set up almost like little pillboxes and you start to hear the buzzing of, of flies you look to your left and right and see in the darkness there are two drow with rifles pointed upwards out of these metal ba- banisters just sort of like limped over dead they haven't collected the bodies yet the third gate opens uh, Herbert grabs a goddamn gun alright you've got a rifle with one shot that's something. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Echo sees that and goes and grabs the other one. Yep. It's all fair game in the in the fucking Sunder. Yeah, in the Sunder. Jesus. And you take that step through the third gate and cannot see the light, what dim light there was from Wraith's Reach interior anymore. Just this organic tunnel that stretches out pretty straight ahead of you um, for a mile or so. There's a pinprick of light off in the distance. The first little bits of sunlight. Herbert pulls out his glow rod, or his sun rod. Right on. So you click it open and slide this glass rod out of its holster, and immediately white light shines out from it. Um, we got a 50 foot radius, my dude. That's pretty big in ether. Herbert's also going to cast vestments. <laughs> okay. Get um, that shit underway. Maybe we should be careful with the light as well, and we should be quiet. Yeah. Okay. But. I mean, how wide is this tunnel? Yeah. Uh, about 20 feet across. Oh, okay. 10 feet high. Yeah. I mean, this, I don't want to be in the dark in this tunnel. No, no. I was thinking just like, it was much fucking wider. Oh, yeah. And that like, things could get behind us. Okay, so, no, I've got the, the, no. the span of it. Okay. All right. What do you guys want to do? Yeah, I continue forward. Walk down this hallway quietly. Yeah. All right, everybody, roll agility then. If you're trying to be uh, sneaky. Yup. Looking for uh, oh my god cracks in the wall as well. Any places for anything to hide? Gotcha. Well, I got a twelve. Twelve. Fifteen. Five. All right. So against the stone, your hooves are still making a bit of noise as you're clopping your way. Clop, but for clop, the most clop. part, oh you guys stay low. Try and be quiet as possible. Um, Herbert, you don't spot any cracks. This looks like it was... Well-hewn. Yeah, well-hewn. I mean, it was an organic cavern to an extent. You can see, like, this was probably, like, pocket caves that they've dug into and connected. Um, But there's not any sort of cracks or anything like that. Um, You thought you saw movement across the ceiling for just a second, and then you hear this... Realize it's just a, a few wayward bats shining your glow rod up. You can see them sort of hanging off the ceiling of the cavern um for the most part gray you know like typical but around the head they sort of fade into white bleached of color yeah keep going yep keep going you guys climb your way through this tunnel and step out into the sunder once we get like within a certain distance of the uh the exit he's gonna put his rod good call yeah You do so. You step out of this tunnel onto a ledge. Looks like you're about 10 feet high in the air. There's a small hewn staircase to your right. 
as well as a bridge that comes off this ledge to your left, kind of at an angle, and goes to the top of the uh, one of these old rundown ruined fortresses, one of many, spanning out to your left and right, and about a mile ahead of you, in front of you rather, um, is this bleached white canyon. There's a lot of vegetation here and there sprawling along the walls and on the floor, but for the most part, in this valley of whiteness, they have all been bleached, devoid of life and color, but somehow still looking alive and plump with something. As if their sap has been filled with something else. The ruins of fortresses are scattered here and there, but for the most part, down below you, it's a sort of this jagged maze-like collection of alleyways between them, covered in snow, about two inches of it. Far to your left, you can actually spot where the sunder curves a little, um, and you can see packed in rubble and iron forged over, like beams that have been sort of bent with magic to hold in that breach. It's a little bit off the ground, like elevated, about where you are, 10 feet. It's just like this vacant hole, well, once vacant hole, but now filled with rubble, um, this tunnel that had been carved out. To your right, you spot, way off in the distance, two bleached trees, long dead, which must mark the Temple of Elpo pretty far off. Um, it is hard to see as this entire valley is thick with some sort of noxious fog. As soon as you step out, you find it a little harder to breathe in here. What do you guys want to do? Uh. So we're basically looking at the top of a labyrinth? Yeah, essentially. Okay. Fuck. And then, of course, there's different levels vertically of these fortresses. I mean, a lot of them are connected by, like, little land bridges or stone bridges. Um, like, to your left, you can walk over this bridge and be on the roof of one of these fortresses. And it looks like you can keep doing that for a while. And then down to your right, you can go down into the labyrinth proper um, that has naturally been formed out of these ruined fortresses keep keep getting created and abandoned. So there's basically two levels to this place. Okay. And well, stay on the upper level. Yeah. Yeah, we need to stay. I want to take out my telescope and look in the area of the breach and see if there's any signs of anything moving. All right, roll wit. Jesus fucking Christ, one. Okay. Oof. So you slide it out, scan over it. <sighs> no, don't see anything. Then I want to look in the direction of... You said... In front of us, there's a bridge spanning to the top of a tower. Top of one of the fortresses, yeah. Um, I'm going to look across that bridge and at the top, what I can see and see if there's anything there. Okay, so you bring the telescope over, kind of scan. No, we don't spot anything. It's just a top of a top of a fortress looks abandoned. Great. It's crinulated. There is a uh, what looks to be a trap door that goes down into the fortress proper. Hey, just out of curiosity, these uh, these you know boom boom clubs yeah picked up. They don't have scopes or anything on them, do they? No, they do not. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, give me an idea, like what they are. They're basically like one shot bolt rifles. Yeah. Um, Musket guns. <laughs> you know, LR uh, uh, twenty two LRs. <laughs> you know the kind you can buy in Sears catalogs. Yep. That's what you're working with. Yep. It's been a while since Herbert's seen one of those, but yeah. Yeah. That's weird that. Uh... Holly's men would be armed with 
like you're describing, like Sears catalog guns. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's not going to give the best to like a hundred people. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah. If nothing else, you've got two more ammunition for your pistol. As long as it fits. Does it fit? It will not fit. His is his. Hers is actually a flintlock pistol, so it would be using like balls. These use actual bullets. Oh, you like what you actually have. So, okay. Okay. So, do we want to go in the direction of where we saw we know they went, or I want to stay at the top of the towers? Oh yeah, definitely. So I we think can get a better overview. We need to stay up high. I think we need to make for and Echo kind of gestures out to the the trees. For the Temple of Elpo. Okay. Since I think we need to make for there. Um, she's drawing on what little knowledge she has of Elpo. Dude, this is so fucking good. And says, uh, I think if there's, there's not a safe place here, but I think that might be our best bet. Okay. Are there right. any? Yeah. So continue across this bridge oh yeah is this um i want to use discern on this bridge okay um i don't know why i flipped it over this so you're gonna discern time. every bridge we cross right <laughs> safe well yeah okay good yeah is is this is this a safe bridge to use yes okay let's go on this one i didn't think about that yeah <laughs> Wait, how do structures work? No, structures work like that. You're totally right. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I told man. you, Zach, we gonna win. I've got a map right here. and Okay. All right, so you guys make your way low to the ground over the bridge and get to the top of this fortress. There's uh, another bridge to your right, another bridge to your left, basically north and south, um, and there's this trap door. Does there is there anything distinguished like distinguishable about where we just came from like these this tunnel? You look over to your left, um, or like behind from, you from a distance. Like it'd be easy to find this thing. Yeah, because it's literally just like a straight tunnel in the side of the wall. Okay. Um, there are others like it, but it's pretty recognizable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure because this place is supposed to be fucking Swiss cheese with tunnels. So yeah, yeah. A lot of the tunnels you're seeing are like natural cracked open tunnels on the side of the walls like they're almost like limit lines almost yeah. like jagged lines or they're like triangular in shape this one's just like a round hole a lot larger bored into the side of the wall um so yeah it is super recognizable cool okay you how uh, how tall is this tower we're standing on uh you guys are about 30 feet up you're at the top of this uh fortress yeah are there taller towers? Are they all generally the same set, uh, same height? They typically seem to be around uh, 20 feet and 50 feet in height. Um, north of you, the tallest things are those two trees that mark the Temple of Elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, a, uh, a tower. Um, it's like a three or four story tower crenulated top that's made out of cold, um, dark gray stone. And then even further north, you can see coming out of the the side of the wall of this canyon what appears to be a like elongated curved tower that kind of spins out of it and like hangs in the air made out of a soft teal stone and covered in like white lichen 
I think Herbert would know that that is some sort of Thaki ruin up there. Cool. Um, part of the side of the walls collapse. But yeah, it kind of like comes out like a big worm and it just sort of hangs in the air. You can tell it was like literally unearthed. It's probably just part of the ruin. Bitchin'. It's pretty fucking sick. Okay. I'm pretty excited. There's a bridge to the right and the left? Yeah. Are both of those bridges safe using discern on both? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a trap door at the top of this tower too, right? Correct. You guys want to take a peek? Sure. Yeah. Love it. Remember, very quietly tries to open this thing up. Okay. Just like, just a little bit, just to peek nope. in. All right, go ahead and roll agility. Okay. We're, we are doing like classic dungeon diving shit right now. Yep. I haven't done this in a long time. In uh, that's a 13. 13. So you kind of open it up. You can see that like the way the hinges are from your background, you can see that they're going to creak. Like there's a little chips of rust in them. There's a little too much frost in them. So you kind of put your hands over, rub them a little bit. Like Maybe take put a little, little bit of oil on them. Yeah, take a little drop of oil from the, the kit and just sort of like drop and slide it open and take a look. You can see there's a staircase that leads down in an angled spiral down to the bottom. There's a vacant fireplace, an overturned table, um, a skeleton turned over that table holding a sword, um, which seems to have been shattered. And you can see a figure hulking shoulders, sort of hunched back, moving in and around it, just naked and just... <laughs> Closes the door. <laughs> I actually did the um, did the, the 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 dead figure seem to have any trappings? Did it look like Emerald Crown skeleton, or Crimson right? Crown? Oh, yeah. You did see fragments of of emerald colored clothing on it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Closes the door. All right. Okay. Yeah. The, there's a big one down there at the bottom. Oh, good. Yep. Off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, head in a different direction. These bridges are safe. Okay, These. let's take Should one. Should we go right? Keep going north. Yep. Well, we have to go right or left, so. Oh, oh yeah, right. right is north. Sorry, I probably should have said okay. north and south. <clears throat> well, from Do, our perspective. Does the wild kid have a compass? That's a good question. Let's check. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like there's a compass in here. Nope. Shit. <laughs> um, I mean, north and south. Yeah, we've got this. Yeah. Yeah, we we're just... going to go north. We're going to take the right bridge. Okay, take the right bridge. We obviously want to be fucking quiet the whole time. I'm not going to make you roll another agility check. And Your five still sticks. Thanks. I'm also, <laughs> I'm now like, she's she's moving low and watching. Gotcha. Like, she's yeah. watching. Uh, Herbert's keeping an eye out. Like, on top of the towers. Okay. And um, she's watching up. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, well, I'd say up and down. By up, do you mean on the far wall? You're looking at the like the ledges and the and the caverns and stuff like that. I think so. I think so. If he's looking around, I think she's kind of watching, make sure there's nothing above us. Okay, Since roll, we're like sunken in. Roll wit. Eight. Eight. You see, in one of the crevices, pretty far up, the like a glint of light it almost looks like the sun reflecting off glass for a second and then it's gone do you point this out i think i think she does i think she kind of like nudges the two of them and kind of points up yeah just keep going i want to take a quick peek with us okay you look up in there go ahead and roll with <laughs> oh my god mm, 10 10 okay so you take a peek don't see anything. Blackness. Whatever it was, um, 
probably knew it got spotted. It seems to have retracted into a tunnel. Awesome. Maybe another telescope. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep moving. Yeah. You guys climb over the next bridge, heading north. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get to the crenulated top of this flat square tower, this fortress, um, you hear the sound of footsteps down below you. At first, you're not sure exactly what kind of beast it is because it's very quiet, um, but it seems very big in terms of its noise, and then you realize it's a crowd. Okay, is there any way to uh, secure this door? Uh, the door on top of this one? Yeah. Yeah, you do see what looks like a a vacant, or excuse me, a, a wayward sword, still also snapped in half, that you could slide between the grating of this gate, this trap door, and, like, lock it into place. Does that. Okay, see. So lock that. Take a look over the crenulated top, and you see a couple of things. First of all, this appears to be a pretty open area. It looks like a square courtyard with a fountain in the middle of it. Um, long run dry. Directly across on the building across from you, about 100 feet away, you see uh, a figure kind of like peeks her head out. And you see that pallid but also very dark-skinned face of Tetra in that um, same sort of lilac-colored cloak with the shifting faces. She's got something with her now. It seems to be a staff of some kind. It's long and white, and the top of it has a ring on the top. It almost looks like a giant bubble wand. It's very thin. Um, she sort of like peeks out, and the two, the you and Tetra both look down at this courtyard of um, just covered in moving, hairless, white, muscled, um, pale that same sort of wrinkled brow, the third eye red embedded into their forehead. Uh, directly above them, between the two of you, you see a piece of the far wall, the organic wall of the, cap of the valley um, that kind of comes out into a thin ledge and hanging from it by belt and cloak is a dead body of a halfling who is clutching in his hand, um, jagged and rigid from rigor mortis, a backpack <laughs> open. Um, in the bag, you can see the glint of coin and a couple of other implements that look shiny and new. Um, she looks over, locks eyes with you, Herbert. Gives you a little wave back. Where's um, Damien? You don't see him. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. fucking dead. <laughs> Damien pale fucker. Um, in terms of where you can go, yeah, she looks like she is not connected by you guys, um, but you can go on a bridge. The only way to go from here, really, actually, is to go on a bridge that goes east and then follow this long, winding, serpentine building. It's like a, uh, the roof of the building. It seems to be like a haphazardly made fortress that's almost a wall in and of itself that goes... Uh, north for about two miles. That's the way, then. Yeah, the, I mean, is there any way that we can grab that dead halfling? Yeah. Um, Not saying we're definitely doing that. I'm no, just yeah, looking to see if it's feasible. It is a tantalizing option. You, uh, you see to your left, opposite of the bridge that would go on that serpentine, you can see that 
there's a, a ledge of stone that you could pretty easily, it's about a two or three foot jump, leap onto and then go along the edge of the wall and then over towards that halfling's body. How far away is the ledge with the halfling hanging off of it? From you, like right now, about 50 feet, but like walking along the edge, you know, probably about 30. Oh man, I could try to flicker. Yeah, but you could also drop the body into the crowd and make a lot of noise. Yeah, I think that is not worth her time at all. I don't I don't think it's worth it. Honeypot. No. Honeypot. Yeah. DM DM set up a honeypot. Treasure. <laughs> Look at this treasure right here, boys. Look at all those pale fuckers down there. Yeah, no. Let's play this. Let's keep going. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's worth it. Oh, I thought you paused it. My bad. <laughs> they seem shit. For the most part, the pale below you seem pretty unaware. Yeah, and we want like, them to stay that. Yeah, we want to yes. stay that way. Right. I can't like me. Patrick wants that backpack. I don't think Echo gives a shit. Let's move on. Looks like there's a lot of coin in there. Okay, and not not enough coin to pay for one of us to get revived. All right, <laughs> all right. I see your point. Okay, real quick though, hmm. can I f- tell how that halfling died? Are you doing discern? Yes. Um, okay, what does it give you on creatures? Uh, nothing that Ask I could use. Ask what his HP is. Ask what his HP is. <laughs> <laughs> ask what his weakness is. Yeah, I'm sure that'll fucking help. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's apparently. Zero. Just ask though. Apparently, it's death. No, no, no. I'm not using discern because there's nothing discern could help me with here. I want to know how it died if I could figure it out. Okay, roll wit. Jesus fucking Christ. Eight. You see on the back of its leg, the cloth from its pants is kind of pushed up and outward. Looks like a broken leg. Looks like the bone shard came through. Um, more than likely, you would wager, he probably climbed out here and just died from that. Just like being trapped and not being able to get out. Oh, that sucks. Okay. So, <clears throat> facing on this, uh, to the right, there is a bridge that goes to a serpentine thing? Yeah, it the bridge to the right goes onto basically an abandoned wall that sort of like curves um, serpentine-like along the side of the natural valley wall. Um, and then to your left is the ledge that goes out to the halfling. But the backpack full of coins. I mean, we're gonna go right. Yeah. We're going right, yeah, right? We're, we're ignoring right. that fucking backpack? Okay, good. Yeah, we're, we're ignoring the honeypot. Okay, cool. Tetra kind of watches as you go and just... Uh, kind of sees that you sort of consider this and then moved on, gives you a thumbs up, and then slides out of view, possibly into another trap door. Probably. You climb onto this um, wall. It is serpentine, and the walls on top of it are pretty high, so as you come in, you can't actually see about 20 feet ahead of you every time oh, you walk. God. Can we call it Cygoglin? The hell did you say? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Patrick knows what I'm doing. Yeah. That mountain folk talk. Mountain folk talk. It's all side-goggling. Yeah. Hey, we all... No, I, I want this explained now on air. That, okay, when you say serpentine... Yeah. Or, um, yeah, like it's it's mountain folk talk for yeah. like a crooked road. That road's all side-goggling. Or yeah. like a crooked picture frame. Anything that's like not, it's not straight as an arrow. Yeah. Huh. Not not straight. Shit. I learned something new today. Thanks, Appalachia folk. <laughs> All right, so you guys get onto this wall. Yeah. Um, trying to be sneaky or anything? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's been a while, so let's go ahead and roll some new agilities. Oh, thank God. 
15. Okay. Well, I got a 12. Okay. 10. Not bad. All right. So you guys... It's easy to forget that, like, in this game, the DCs are normally lower. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, rolling a 10 isn't as catastrophic as it is in, like, 5e. For sure. Um, So you guys hunker down to the left side of this, you know, wall that you're sort of... uh, This side goggling? The side goggling wall you guys are going down. Um, You get around the third bend and immediately see directly in front of you, uh, about 10 feet, um, is one of the pale limp-wristed and like just sort of hanging facing the wall um you can try what do you what do you want to do what do you want to do i'm not gonna give you any suggestions there's a there's a fucking pale one in front of your only way to get through this okay uh there's no other like bridges near it or anything like that no this seems to be the way unless you climb off of it that's not happening all right hard ass is this um does this thing look like it's it's not an orphan right no no it's your size so it's just a it's just a pale. Yeah. Do all the pale work that way? We're like, they uh, only only said that uh, it's the children, was the, it the, the orphans. Yeah, is that are able to like they're the, they're they're a hive mind. The hive mind thing is specifically an orphan thing, yeah. right? As far as we've been told. Yeah. 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 Like from what you understand, like if one of these dudes sees you. Like, they can't alert others. But if an orphan sees you, they can alert anything that's also pale. Well? Do we want to try to sneak by? Was it facing the wall? Yeah. Do I know if pale are undead or not? Um, you wouldn't wouldn't wager they're undead necessarily. Although you don't know the inclinations of what these, these sorts of things are. You're not from here. Yeah. You're new here. I am. Oh. I mean. I think we should. Could we push it off the fucking wall? No, the walls are too high, right? Yeah. yeah. You're on top of a wall, but this wall also has walls on the Oh, yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Now, now I'm, I'm following. Um, It's kind of like Snake Bridge off Dragon Ball Z. I think we should try to. Oh, s- wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yep, that, that bridge is pretty sagogly. <laughs> it, it seems like we've got two options, and it's kill this thing or try, try to sneak past it. Yeah. I think we should try to sneak past it, and, I mean, if it turns around, we just fucking jump Bash it. Bash it in the face. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, are y'all ready? I mean, like, you do you even have, like, a standard weapon, Patrick? Um, I was actually just about to say, as we start to move forward, for the first time, you guys see Echo draw two daggers Ooh. from scabbards at her back. Okay. Yeah. I guess I should, like, draw my sword. <laughs> yep. So um, she's got, got his bat ready. I guess right. we're going to try and, uh, snick snick. All right. She's got two mismatched daggers. Right, roll some more agility checks, man. I mean, we're afraid to just like bash it in the face. But I'll also, I'll take out my sword for the first time. Bum ba ba ba. Spadefoot nice. has drawn the sword. Yeah. Okay. So you draw the sword. It's completely silent as you do so, being made out of wood. Yeah. What's it look like? Um, it's it's a two-handed weapon, so it's a it's like a it's a big sword. Yeah. Um, 
It's all wood. It's probably like a light brown, and it has the heart out, cut, like the cutout of a heart towards the um, towards the top of it. I don't know what the handle or anything looks like, hmm. but hmm. yep, this is the first time. I'm, I'm sure I'll roll this. terrible on the agility, and I did. Uh, we're gonna die now. <laughs> well, what do we get, boyos? <laughs> I got a natural one. Natural one. Yeah, so we fighting this boy. Eight. Canceled out my 19. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Together we had nine. Nice. Uh, my God, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Spadefoot kind of clops his way over, draws his sword, and, you know, you're trained with it, but little unwieldy. It's been a long time since you did so, and yeah. drags it on the ground for just a second from the weight of it suddenly being in, in his hands, and this thing kind of turns. <laughs> Uh, this is considered a fucking surprise round for the first time in history of this podcast because you guys succeed your agility check to get to it without sneak, you know, without it noticing. So yeah. everybody's got an action before your own initiative. What do we want to do? Uh, am, am I in melee range? Yeah, everybody is. You guys were sneaking as a group. Bash uh, it. Yeah. yeah, she's she's gonna try to stab it in its eye. All right, make an attack roll. <laughs> so that's a that's a spawn foot move. <laughs> so and, this is a knife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I need a, you know. A two. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you uh, kind of strike out Spadefoot, still sort of cl- clambering God, over his sword. Uh, toes over to where your knees are, and you sort of off-kilter stab at this thing and, and just hit air. Uh, what's Herbert got up his sleeve here? A bat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not going to try and use magic right now. Yeah. He's going to wait until we have, like find someone to rest to try and fuck with that. Yeah. So I'm sure it's gonna like take two actions to use, yeah. like a single one. You're a pretty smart cookie, Justin. I fucking know what's going on. Yeah. All right. Come on, make money, make money, no way. Two. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, All guys, right, and two <laughs> plus together. Give it a waff, and uh, this thing just kind of like tilts its head <clears throat> out of the way. Spadefoot. Oh god! Well, I guess I'll strike at it with my sword. Ooh. Uh, that's a 18, boys. All right, go <laughs> nice. ahead and roll your damage. Oh, it's God. A heavy um, one, heavy melee weapon, so D8. Yeah. Uh, four points of damage. Four points. Yeah, while you guys are just sort of, like, fucking around, hitting air, this thing's very, very gingerly trying to dodge out of the way. Spadefoot comes up and just clubs this thing with the flat side of the sword. Wham! Down on the head. Yes. You can see it kind of crack. And then it falls limp. To the ground. Nice. Oh shit. Oh, I heard that one. Why haven't you been doing that? No. <laughs> um, because it really hurts people. Okay, yeah, do that. Until we leave this fucking god awful place. Okay, I can do that. Do that. Okay. Echo's gonna get down next to this dead pale thing. Okay. Um it's got it's got that eye right in the middle of its forehead. Yep. And she pops that thing out. Okay. You're not putting it in your pocket, are you? With your hands? You're just fucking ripping it out with your hands? Oh, no. She used her dagger to, like, pop it out. Okay. And uh, I think she does kind of, like, poke it on the end of her dagger, and she's, like, looking at it. It just looks like a, like a deep crimson orb. <clears throat> um, it has, like, a layer of skin around it that's semi-transparent, but it seems to, like, 
be folded in and of itself like there's three or four layers of that which seems to sort of like blink almost out of muscle memory um sort of like a cockroach it's just sort of like oscillating on the tip of your dagger Ooh, <laughs> that was a description what do you think you are man welcome to the sunder Blech. we're just getting started she hyped eat it keeps it eat okay it. put in that empty vial no huh? put in that empty empty vial uh, yes. You were right. told to stay out of sight, and you're keeping an eyeball. <laughs> it's not attached to anything anymore. Okay, okay. Do we know We have that? to think about this. This is, this is still Patrick. <laughs> this is still Patrick God being like, oh, this trash? This is my treasure. Let me put it in my pocket. He's like a he's like a Skyrim merchant. Yeah. You know? Trash, treasure, it's all the fucking is for sale. <laughs> 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 Some people call this trash. I, I call, call it, it trash. treasure. Oh. Uh, I hope that's not copyrighted. Oh, I doubt that's copyrighted. No. That's the English language. No, you can make pop culture references. Well, well if Facebook's got book. Dude, I will <laughs> fist fight. Wait, are you serious? I'm pretty sure they fucking... Yeah, they tried to at some point. I will beat Todd Howard's ass. Well, that's a whole thing about, like, you can't brand your website like something book. What about, you know... They don't have a trademark on the word book. They yeah. have a trademark on branding your website or service as noun book. Hmm. What about, like, oh. book book? You sell books. <laughs> I guess you can fucking do that. Anyways, podcast. Moving anyway. on. Oh, yeah, this is an actual play podcast where we yeah. play tabletop RPGs. Like I said before, actual play. Okay, um, so uh, let's keep going. And I really don't think you need to keep Does that I have an optic nerve? No. Weird. That means it wasn't attached to anything in the first fucking place. <laughs> um, I think we should move forward. Get rid of that. I mean, no. Let's move forward. Oh, yeah. God. Um, um, you guys keep walking your way down this serpentine-like wall, and uh, it cam- comes out onto a nether uh, top of the fortress. You can see that this bit is not connected to anything, but you can also see. As you've been traveling, like, throughout, this is just, you know, we're talking the highlights here. Um, You can also see the temple about, I'd say, 500 feet ahead of you and to the right. Um, The fortress that you're on top of has a stairway that zigzags down into the courtyard in front of this. It's like a big open field of snow. Um, There's no sort of signs of people, no activity. You just see that temple with the two massive white trees on either side of its doors that twist up to the top of the door and uh, sort of become a mess of white leaves. Um, The temple's pretty run-of-the-mill. It looks like a church. It just has slitted uh, windows on the left and right, right next to its trees that sort of, you know, surround its doorways. Um, And one simple steeple that's pretty low compared to the fortresses around it. You can see footsteps, two pairs, um, that go into like from below into the doorway of the temple itself. Okay. Um, I'm going to use discern on this general location. Okay. Uh, I obtain a fact about it. I guess either you tell me a fact or it's something that I'm like, I ask a question. Um, I just want to know a little more about like this general location if this is really 
like well traveled by everyone, not just the people who come in, but also like the pale. Is that something I can ask? Yeah. Um, so just taking a look at your surroundings, you can see around the uh, around the side of the building, there's sort of a side chimney that comes out that looks like it was built on after this temple was first constructed. Noting that and the footprints and the amount of like soot around the chimney, um, the way the windows are slitted and like the way uh, the wood is sort of warped around them from moisture, you can tell like people have looked out of these windows a lot as, you know, watch spots. Um, generally, you can tell that this has been inhabited by folks traveling through the Sunder a lot, but you don't see any sign of pale around here. So the answer is, yeah, this is a well-traveled spot. Um, for those going through the Sunder, people know about it, um, but for some reason, the pale stay away. Okay, cool. Um, I think we should approach this area as quick quickly and cautiously as possible. Can we see anybody in the windows? They're just like thin wooden slits. Like the openings themselves are almost like long arrow slits. You can't actually see through them. And does this shit look familiar to me? Yeah, a little bit. No. Hmm. Um, Echo says, yeah, we, we need to get over there. And she does pull out the eye again. Is it still blinking? No, it's started to slow down and stopped. Okay. Um, and she asks Spadefoot, do you think this can still see? Uh, I will use discern on it. All right. You kind of uh, have her move it around with the tip of the dagger, take a close look at it. It's in the vial now. Oh, in the vial, yeah. So you take a look at it in the vial. Um, no, most definitely it cannot still no, see. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, you would think it's not attached to anything, but this place is weird. Yeah, things don't seem to obey the laws here. Yeah. Well, let's move. Okay. All right, so you guys are going down the steps and towards the temple? Yes. Yeah, we're... <clears throat> I'm going to keep an eye out for traps. Carefully and alertly. Okay. Alertly? Is that a word? Is that anything? A, perhaps adroitly? Adroitly. That's pretty similar. I don't know. Somebody's got, got a word nobody got a dictionary here. Uh, <laughs> all right, Echo, roll wit for. Um, wait, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Moving down carefully and um, alert. Oh, okay, adroitly. So, let's say you roll agility. Spadefoot, roll wit for traps. Can Herbert roll something too? Yeah. What do you want to? What do you want to do? Do that. Okay. You want to roll something to do something? Watching God. for people. Looking for us. All right, roll wit. I got a 10. 10? Okay. I got a 19. Okay. Uh, 15. 15. All right, um, so you don't spot any traps. There's just the two footprints. If there were traps, you know where to step to avoid them. You kind of lead them down to where those steps are. Um, and you guys start moving along with those footsteps towards the entrance. In terms of people waiting for you or keep being alert, you guys both hear from within the temple uh, the sound of movement. Doesn't sound like a lot of people. It just sounds like some amount of clamor, like a scooting pew here and there. Um, I'm gonna check out these footprints. Okay. Are they? Um, they look like boots. They both look like pointed boots. Um, 
one of them has sort of a rigid sole made for this sort of terrain. The other one's just flat, almost like cloth. Hmm. Well, so as we as we get up here, I want to take a peek in the window. Okay. Yeah. You look in the window. It's a dark temple. You can see mix-matched pews sort of haphazard throughout, and then the steeple, or not the steeple, excuse me, the pulpit um, that rises up. On the left and right to the, of the pulpit, there are arched doorways where you can see stairs that lead downwards. Looking up, you can see there's wooden banisters that line the ceiling. Can't see anybody in there? No. Hmm. That's interesting. Still hear the movement in there? No, you can't now. Yeah, I think we need to go in. Okay. We'll be careful. Yeah. I want to glance around this courtyard and see if there's um, any recent signs of life besides the footprints. Okay. More wet. Hmm, six. Man, I'm rolling real good today. Nah, I mean, you glance around. Um, at the top of the fortresses, far off, you can see uh, little movements of pale. Um, but no, around here, there doesn't seem to be any sort of sign of life besides the footprints. Okay. Okay, so we go inside. Cautiously get inside. Yeah. Okay. Open the door. You guys, all three going inside. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Close door um, behind us. Yep. All right. <laughs> we gonna die. You guys close the door behind you. It's silent, and you're just standing in the door of this um, darkened temple by yourselves, alone. Well, I'm looking for a sign of whoever was just here. Okay. So you take a few steps away from the door, and you hear the shifting. It almost sounds like trees growing very quickly, like wood against wood. And you turn to look behind you where the noise came from. Herbert Spadefoot, you as well, and you can see the wood of the door has melded together forming into a wall. It seems to form out past its hinges as well, um, warping it into not a door anymore, but just a surface. And you hear a voice echoing in and around the temple. (gasps) Oh! I thought so. Word travels fast around here. You know, when I thought... I said we had had an interesting relationship. I thought you would understand my warning that I would be your coroner, girl. But uh, chasing, chasing, chasing we are, aren't we? After that old wizard. Hmm. You mortal lot are all the same, stripped of mind, naked and unable to stray far from the warm places of the earth, sticks and stones, praise to predators, disease, the elements, and mostly the gods. I'm sure that you are unsure of why we have crossed paths so much past few days. I am not some great villain from a fairy tale. I'm a man with motivation. But I'm sure that those are obscured to you. I am a great mystery you're chasing, a shadow. 
but I thought you'd come this way. You mortals are always chasing shadows. Here's one for you. You see a flicker of movement between the two doorways on the left and right of the pulpit. Seems like black cloth. Silver glint of a bow. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, damn. Fuck me up. Gonna be really bad. I'm sick of this motherfucker. You guys think I should uh, cast war drums while we're here? It's gonna be real fucking loud. Mm, That's true. Yeah. Why not? Guys, I'm so excited right now. What did everyone get? Well, they're still here. They didn't find it. I'm not rolling until yeah. we decide whether or not to do that. Because I've got a moment. I can use it as a reaction. That's right. So so do you use it as a reaction? I think you should. Patrick? I honestly think, like, what's to lose at this point? Yeah. All right. Team decision. Yeah. Team, fucking do it, dude. Yep, team, team, uh, team rewards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... I- Slams his fucking bat on the ground. All right. Crack like fucking straight out of the warriors. Just clack, 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 clack. Fuck yeah. Clack. Warriors. Yeah. Okay, I have a question before we start this. Um, does tourmaline have effects on magic? Tourmaline. Yeah, the crystal. What does what does tourmaline do? Oh, tourmaline's a real mineral. Okay, well, yeah. okay, it's in your world. What does it do in your world? It's just a cute crystal. Is that it? Yeah. God damn it, Spadefoot. thought you got <laughs> something fucking useful. It's just a goddamn fucking crystal. <laughs> okay. Just got nature's garbage in my bag. <laughs> These guys have swords and shit. I've just got nature shit. Yeah. Nature's garbage. Wild trash? What do we got, Herbert? 16. Okay. Nice. Five for Echo. Oh, no. Oh, no. A little shaken up from uh, your dream becoming reality, huh? Yeah. Spadefoot? I got a 12. What is your agility? 11. Okay. You don't add anything to that to an initiative, do you? I mean, somebody else got the same as me. Oh. Yeah. You hear those words again. The lanterns filled the sky, pulsing with the harmonious light of fireflies. Just like frantically, frenetically speaking poetry out into the open air of the temple as this figure appears at the pulpit, that archer you saw with the silver bow. He's about 50, excuse me, he's about 60 feet away from you, um, standing at the pulpit, arrow drawn, um, covered in ratty black fabric, including a scarf around his head. Um, it is Herbert's turn first. Fuck yeah. Oh, wait. You fucking war drums, didn't you? Yes. What am I talking about? It might not be. Nah, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me, like... Oh, I was talking about Spadefoot's turn in terms of yeah. him and the archer. All right, Herbert, what do you want to do? All right. Um, he's going to holler out into the co- corridors... Well, we should learn to shut the fuck up, you long-winded cunt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, maybe we could do that one. Let's say, long-winded ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, whatever. You can edit, edit out whichever one you care to. Um, Keep going. And then he's going to cast Nauseate on the individual. Okay, what do I need to do? 
Uh, well, sure roll a yeah, you're going to need to roll a spell save versus my DC, which is only 11. He does succeed. Okay. Well, uh, regardless, he is um, uh, set until the beginning of the next round. Okay. That ain't good. Yep. Now, yeah, does that take one action or two actions? Give I'm me. Pretty sure nauseates one action. It is. Yeah. Does but in this church? It's... Oh, you're right. Come on now. In this you church, however, you were able to cast that out just the same. Oh, thank God. Okay. Good. Good. Something about the the church's walls, the temple's walls, are letting you cast with the full power of the seven sublime. What else are you doing? Or are you holding? He's gonna do it again. Okay. <sighs> Nauseate again? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So since he's sapped. Oh shit. He's got disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, oh, bitch. That's really clever, Justin. I'm deleting the spell. <laughs> um, that's gonna be a big fat three. <gasps> so he just so he's stunned, y'all. Locks yeah. up, pulling this bowstring back. You can see his muscles tension. He just kinda like <gasps> And yeah. the voice that comes out. <gasps> Very familiar to you, Echo. Um, it is their turn. Stunned. So we're just going to go oh, right to um, Spadefoot. And I still have movement. So I'm going to close that gap. Okay. Um, so you're running 20 feet? Or is he at 30 feet? He's got 30 feet, I believe. All right. Right on. Yeah. Get I up know right, right next to him. Gotcha. Oh, well, he's 60 feet away. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, he's running 30 feet. Boom, 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 boom. Down the pews. Um, Spadefoot. Uh, huh. Okay. Keep in mind, y'all, he's set, so he takes disadvantage on all ability checks. All ability checks. And stunned. You have advantage to hit. Yeah. Is his bow magical? You're discerning? Yes. Yes. Um, Fuck. Okay. It is a, a very good magical bow boy. Um. Okay. Uh, how long are rounds in Hands of Ether? Like, how long do they last? Yes. Time-wise? Ten seconds. Mm, okay. I am going to... I'm going to cast Halt on his bowstring so that he can't use his bow. And it's an item, so it doesn't have a save. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Bowstring tenses up and stays in place. You got it. And I'll stay where I am. That's okay. all I can do. Hold up. You can only cast Halt on non-magical, can't you? No, no, no. It's just on items. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't disintegrate uh, magical items. That's what I was checking. Gotcha. Echo. Um, Echo turns and looks at the archer and kind of snarls at him and puts her hand out and casts Bane. That's fun. Okay, what do I do? What, um, what's going on? Nothing. Your next attack rolls at disadvantage. <laughs> Holy shit, y'all. And when she puts that right hand out, casts Bane, and then forms her bow and draws back and fires a shot at him. Make an attack roll at advantage. Nice. Eh, 11. Uh, advantage, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, does not hit. It just sinks past and like into the wood. Uh, and she's gonna him. move up and she's looking around. Is there anybody else in this room or in this 
Uh, roll wit. I'll give you a, I'll give you a free ability ability check here. Four. Four. You look around. Nah. Um, uh, she's gonna take. Even though this dude's like fucked up and visibly fucked up and like not able to do his shit like normal, she's gonna take cover behind a pew. Okay, so you swing in behind this pew. Um, all right. Spadefoot, did you move? You didn't, right? No, I stood where I was. You uh, hear this, like, down to your right. Twist around and look, and you can see the dust is settling and the imprint of two shoe prints. And forming out of invisibility, you see, coming off of the, the ceiling beams above you, landing on his feet, is that boy wizard with his gnarled, oh, no. uh, his, his, like, curled, soft brown hair, Hugged with that eye patch and that blue overcoat, um, he stands up to his full height <laughs> and brings his arm out with that gnarled black wand and cast a bolt of black energy, which oh, arcs through the air and hits you in the chest. I need you to make a very important will check. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be really bad. Oh, fuck you! It's a seventeen. Seventeen. Fuck you! It's January. <laughs> Fuck you, it's January. <laughs> you feel a thing sink into you, and it's cold for a second in your chest, and then whatever it is, is gone. That was a nice... <laughs> he looks kind of disappointed and angered at you for a second, and then brings the wand down again. Oh. Cast. Uh, what does he want to cast here? He's going to cast Cage on you. Oh, that sucks. Make an agility check. Oh no, it's a two. That is no good. You guys Yikes. all see from just above Spadefoot, this like orb of stone appear and then branch out into this large stone birdcage, which sort of falls over um, his form. You are restrained and you make attack rolls at disadvantage. You are in this cage until you can spend an action to succeed a might check against a DC of 10. Got oh all boy. that. We are back to okay. Herbert. Herbert, you can hear echoing around. Weighted in stupidity, most of us walk. Otherwise, we would see the grass grow and hear the heartbeats of the little rodents. And we would die for that war which lies on the other side of silence. Herbert, what do you want to do? <laughs> this guy's too fucking preachy. So also, I'm preachy. No, not really. <laughs> This is, this is internal monologue. Yeah, yeah. Um, As he's like charging down the temple. <laughs> record scratch. Yep, that's me. <laughs> You're wondering how yeah. I got here. <laughs> All right. Um, Herbert's going to keep charging the next 30 feet. He's going to put... Fuck that boy up. Yeah, he's going to get like right up in his face. Okay. And um, let's see if I want to try and just... Oh, beginning of the next round. Does that mean he is... Not stunned and sapped anymore? Yeah. It's no, only one round. He's still sapped, though, isn't he? Well, I mean, I would say until his next, like, this one coming up. Yeah. Uh, he'll Typically. be able to have his, like, actions and so on and so forth. Right, right. Just making sure. Okay. Yeah. Still, Bowstring's still Bowstring's frozen. still locked down, yeah. I'm keeping track of the rounds as well. Okay, hard ass. Okay. All right. Well, how about we just... Um, He's going to close that distance and um, bring his bat and just try and hit him. Okay, make an attack roll. Him, her, it, whatever. Yeah, the, them. The archer. Yeah. 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 
I rolled a two. So that's not a hit. Yeah, you swing out, and that spell, suddenly the stun comes off, and they dodge out of the way at the last second as you bring the bat down onto the onto the floor of the temple. Wait, do I make that with advantage? No, because it is the beginning of the next round. Okay. When it ends. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to reach his hand out and try and zap. Okay. Nice. Right, like, right in the face. Oh, my gosh. Well, if he can reach up that far. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's an 11. 11. To hit. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Um, Cunning Caster. That's a... <gasps> oh, you get That's a 13. Oh, a 13. Nice. That just hits. You reach out through no mitt and just, like, blast that bit of energy through the air, leaving that after trail as it collides with them. Yeah, uh, that bright purple... Damage quick arc. That's fucking sick. Alright, let's see what kind of damage we're gonna get. Come on, big money. Five. Five nice! Damage. Holy smokes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You blast, and they just like, are thrown into the opposite wall. You see some of the scarving come down, um, and you spot pointed ears as they're just like sliding into the wall, land on their butt. Um, pretty wounded. And the bow snaps off with their hand and just becomes stringless as they're thrown backwards. And the string stays there. The string stays in the air. That's yes. awesome. Yep. Cannot be moved. That's going to bring us to their turn. Um, they're going to just like toss the bow to the side, pull out a dagger, and chuck it right at you, Herbert. That's going to be a 17 to hit, man. Okay. Um, that that will hit, okay. but they also need to make a spells DC save or become blinded. Uh, against what will? No, um, my spell DC, which is eleven. Yeah, but I mean, what kind of check? What is? Oh save? crap! Uh, I'm pretty sure it's will. Yeah, one second. But it let might me, be mine. Let me double check here. Will? Yeah. Okay. Um, that is going to be an eleven. Okay. Shit, dude. Six damage. It sinks oh, right into your chest. <gasps> Takes the air out of you. Ouch. That is not good, dude. Um, they are going to stand up as an action, go through the door behind them, and out of sight, running. That is going to bring us to Spadefoot. Um, I'm trapped in a cage. Do you, what do you, what do you want to do? You can always make. You can always spend one of these actions on your turn to try to get this cage off of you. Oh, God. Or you can just um, do stuff if you want. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll try to get this cage off. Okay, roll my. Uh, it's a 10. Does that make it? That's it. You lift the edges of this cage and <laughs> throw it off of you, and it sh- the stone shatters behind you. Um, this boy wizard kind of takes a step back, grits his teeth. <sighs> Why are you so mean? You don't have to be mean. I like being mean. Oh, no. Uh, what's he holding? Just that gnarled black wand. <laughs> I know he needs that wand. Um, uh, I'm gonna try to take that wand out of his hand. Okay. What could go wrong, You're right? just gonna try and wrench that from his hand. Ah. <sighs> Is that what you're doing? Well, because I don't know what else I could possibly do, because I don't have any weapons out. 
So if I take a weapon out, that's an action. And I don't have any spells that could help me in this scenario. Oh, I do. I'm going to turn invisible. All right. You turn invisible. And uh, I can still fucking hear me, though. Yeah, but I mean, it would make like attacks with disadvantage. Anything That's true. Enemy like could a spell that like tar- can you target an enemy that you can't see, can, um, or can you target a general area? You can target a general area with area effect spells, but unless unless they can see them, most spells aren't going to fly. I'm going to move. I have forty feet of movement. Okay. Can I get behind him? Yeah. So you run over, kind of leap over one of the pews, and land behind him. I'll stay right there, hunkered down. Okay. That is going to bring us to Echoes. Can I, I can see the wizard, right? Yeah, you can see the boy wizard. How far away is he? Um, from you, because you're like halfway up, I think. Uh, he's going to be about 30 feet away. Okay. Um, she is going to close that gap with him. Okay. Get right up on him, and she puts both her hands on him. She dispels the wand, which is free. So or not the wand, the bow. the bow. Gotcha. It's just gone. And she puts both her hands on him, and she's going to cast Shock twice. Okay. Um, Let me double check what that does. Yeah. Uh, Like, what saves need to be made and everything? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, She's got to make attack rolls. Okay. And uh, it's elemental, so advantage. Nice. The first one's a four. Okay. You uh, grab onto him and... Oh, wait, to attack? It's a, it's an attack roll, yeah. Four to attack. Oh, my bad. Uh, Alright, so you, like, fucking claw through the air as he takes a step back facing you now, lo- losing track of Spadefoot. Okay. That does not hit. Um, well, she's gonna try to do it again. Alright. Uh, that one's a 16 to hit. That will hit. Nice. And uh, she was using two mana to do it, by the way. I meant to say that at the beginning. So she's out four. She did two mana both times. Oh. Uh, so he's taken 2d6 damage. Okay. Go ahead and roll it. Eight. Nice. Right. So you grab onto him and, like, jolt this electricity. And you see it just, like, form up and around his shoulders and then twist and sort of, like, dissipate. He kind of looks at you smiles with like perfect white teeth says I came a little bit more prepared than you did and uh, with that she is going to just get ready to fight alright it's his turn he twists a wand around holsters it brings out a dagger from his boot tries to stab at you that's a big seven he's gonna as you as he pushes out forward, you kind of move your stomach away, and he's gonna make another strike, just like, at your face. That is gonna be a 19 to hit. That does hit. And as soon as it slices at you, you see that electricity coil in and around his arm, up the knife, and just electrocute as he stabs Echo through the side of the mouth. Oh. Had a little, uh, a little something called absorption ward up. Okay. I think you know this spell. I do. Double sixes, man. Okay. And uh, she takes that and um, 
flickers away behind one of the pews. Probably a good call. And like flickers away and drops down. Holy Yikes. shit. Um, as typical, Echo is super wounded. That's 12 points of damage. Yikes. And uh, I don't think he's been touched yet. He just kind of <laughs> smiles, starts breathing really heavy. Gross. You can hear throughout the temple. Helper and healer, they cheered. They called to us elves in the jungle long lost. Small waifs in the woodland wet. Strays I find in it, wounds I bind in it, bidding them all forget, but I, I alone remembered each wound. Herbert, it's your turn. Okay, um, so the... Uh, that boy ran. Yeah, the individual that ran... Um, through a door or down those stairs? Through the door and then down the stairs. Okay. Like, not the door you guys came in. There's doors yeah. on the left and right of the pulpit. They ran through the right door and then ran down the stairs. Not, like, past Herbert, but away from Herbert. Correct. Okay. Um, so, and how far away is all of this going on? Um, that is 50 feet behind you. 50 feet behind me? Yeah, you got it. All right, so Herbert's going to move 30 feet okay. in that direction, right? Gotcha. And then I'm going to cast Sermon. Okay. Okay. S sermon of Blood. Okay, probably a good fucking choice. Mm-hmm. So two actions. So it's going to be his full turn, but okay. all allies regain 1d6 health. Oh, nice. And all enemies take 1d6 damage. So Fuck yeah. even if Bowboy is within 50 feet nice. of Herbert, he takes 1d6 damage. Yeah. So you're just walking down these pews towards the wizard in this fight and just like yeah. calmly preaching. Just, yeah. It's like just knocking his, uh, his bat on every pew he goes by. It's like some fights you fight to win, some fights you fight to persevere. And fucking. Holy shit. All right, man. Roll yeah. that d6. This is, I'm psyched. That's I'm awesome. I'm up with this shit. Okay, so is it not like I roll 1d6 for everybody? Just one? Uh, I think so. If, if, it, if it does a d6, then like you'd roll 1d6 for everybody. And everybody would benefit or... Gotcha. Okay. Correct well, let's hope it's six. Yeah, let's hope it's uh, real good. Herbert's back in the church, man. All right, Orphopes, bless this fucking roll, man. Four. That's pretty high. According to the text for Absorption Ward, it does an extra 1d4. On top of? Or just not an extra 1d6? Fuck me in the butt. Well, let's revise it. Let me get that d4 out there and see how much... Uh, Do you not have a D4? Please. I don't have a D4 like immediately on. I was just going to treat it like I took uh, 10 okay. instead of 12. That sounds fair, but what if I roll lower? That's your call. The max you could have taken is 9, so that's bullshit. 4. So you take 9 instead of 12. Okay. Okay, that's better. That's better. And then you regain, regain four. 4. So literally, you just take 6. Thank Herbert and thank oh, yourself for Herbert reading. Also <laughs> got four HP back. That's I was there. reminding my I was I checked it to remind myself like because I was like I think that only lasts for one attack. I thought it was a D four and I rolled that D six and I was just thinking to myself like something's fishy here. <laughs> something's wrong. Um, so I appreciate you keeping me real. Echo always gets shit on. Uh, it felt like a lot of damage to be thrown back at me for what like. I absolutely agree. Just, like, a lot of damage to be thrown back as, like, a thing that just 
happens. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, whose fucking turn is it? Okay, you just did Sermon Blood. Um, it is Spadefoot's turn. Oh, is Bow Boy out? He's not in the room anymore. Um, well, I'm right behind Boy Wizard, right? Right, correct. I'm gonna take the wand out of his holster that he put there. Okay. And are you ready for something real evil and terrible? Yeah, so you grab this wand. Oh, God. action. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna... Jamming it in his ear. Holy <laughs> shit. You're you, evil. It's time to stop. Okay. All right. First of all, as you grab this wand, you watch as black bear cross veins appear across your hand. Roll will. Oh, no. Very important will. Oh, it's bad. It's a six. Okay. Well, moving on. Anyways, stab the guy. We'll get to that in a second. Make an attack roll. Oh, God. 18. 18 does hit. This is an improvised weapon, so go ahead and roll 1d4. Three. Three points. Now let's talk. Yeah. How fucked up am I? (sighs) Oh, Madeline. (laughs) Oh, Madeline. Hmm. Yes? Well, you got his wand off of him. Yeah, now it's in his ear. Broken his eardrum. Oh, God. So you shove this thing right into the ear. You can hear him just... <laughs> he got, grabs at it, pulls it back out, and just, like, pouring blood out the Wait, side of his Oh, no, no, I didn't let go of it. So I pulled out... It's still in my hand. Okay, so you pull it back out, and he just kind of, like, grabbing and smears the blood across his face. <laughs> starting to breathe really heavy now and you feel like this it almost feels like somebody hit your funny bone but then your whole right arm goes cold I need you to roll 1d12 oh no I don't even have a d12 out you've been corrupted oh Oh, no it's a 6 what kind of skills you got over there I got a lot uh Fleet of Foot, Fey Glamour, Discern, Wizard. Um, specifically class skills. Uh, specialist, Guarded Mine, and Discern. Okay. I'll or and e- Wizard. I'll roll easy on you. Um, well, Discern's not a skill. Yeah, yeah, discern's oh, not okay. Mambayid. Sure. Yeah, you have to. Your, uh, your mind, you feel like this cold pressure on your head, and you just like forget something. You realize you've forgotten something, but you're not sure what it is. You, for right now, just lost guarded mind. That really sucks. Is that forever? It does really suck. Until you get the corruption cleared. Right. How do I do that? I don't? That ain't up to me. We we just talked about this before we started recording. Like, if Herbert gets something... Oh, God. To, uh... Because there's a cleric spell to cleanse, you know, get rid of uh, corruption, but he doesn't have that right now. That is not good. Echo. Um, well, I mean, we're about to kill this fuck, so... Well... Are you? I mean, he just had, like, a pencil jab at his side. Yeah. His fucking head. That's gonna, gotta hurt. I'm How so sorry. Wait, would that connect and give him an extra corruption? Three. Just out of curiosity. What's that? Does Should that connect him and give him an extra corruption? No. <laughs> yeah, also corrupt. Corrupt your ear, motherfucker! Um, it doesn't seem to be affecting him in any way. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, well, he's probably already corrupt as fuck. So I basically, I've been taken down to level two. 
Yeah, that's essentially what's happened. You just got deleveled, man. That really. Sucks. I mean, save for like health and stuff. Yeah, you still keep your health. I only have thirteen health. So. All I'm saying, you're not deleveled. You just lost a skill, but it's it's as though, but you you still have like stuff from the last level. It's not like you're completely deleveled. You just lost that skill. But I get what you're saying. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Level. Um. Okay. She uh pokes up over the pew, which I don't know how far away am I. Uh, she just panicked. Tell me where I landed. Oh, she just panicked? I would say you're on the other side of the temple, but you're only like ten feet away from him. Okay. You're just like she um she pokes up over and she puts her hand out and kind of makes a claw and turns it up and casts tentacle. Ooh. And so a black tentacle kind of swirls up around him and lashes out of his body and he just takes a D8. Oh no! <laughs> Don't do that to me! Uh, he takes four damage. And then with her other action, she uh, comes around with the other hand and she shoots a fireball at him. What? A fireball? An elemental blast. Oh, I was like, holy shit! What's happening? <laughs> this boy did! So yeah, you launch this ball of fire at him as this tentacle is lashing at him. Ten to hit. And he has to make a might check to see if the tentacle restrains him. Um, the ten does hit. The ten hits? Yeah. Oh. He takes a d6. Four. Oh no, my boy. <laughs> um, I'm rolling my check. I'm rolling my check. Natural one. He is restrained until the yes. end of his next turn. Hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> and she drops. All right. So um, you sitting pretty on health right now, or are you, you, you seventeen? Full? That's no. Being behind I cover. Elder invocation. Um, keep in mind, you are covered, which is actually a condition. You have a plus three to your defense. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. There's just that laugh as Herbert's turn comes up. He's going to close the last 20, 20 feet and try and hit this restrained motherfucker in the back of the head. All right. Make an attack roll. Not with advantage. Correct Amundo. Yeah. He is restrained. Is there anything that goes along with that? No. Uh, no. We covered that one like way earlier when yeah. you threw Sorry. the gac on a dude. That's right. Basically, the prison stops their movement. Okay. Yeah. Which is helpful. Yeah. Four. Four does not hit. And then zap. All right. Again. Fucking. It's hurt my boy. Well, hey, I tried to shock him, which would have knocked him out. I mean, and he, he stabbed me in the mouth. <laughs> so he, now he's going to die. Yeah, he, he could have tried true. to negotiate, but I don't think he's negotiating type. Oh, God. Uh, uh, eight. No, excuse me. Nine. To hit. Nine. Doesn't hit. That little bolt leaves that after image of Violet in no, the air. No, I mean, like, he's, Herbert's closed the gap. He's on top of it. Oh, so you're just, like, Good. blasting point blank. He's just writhing around this tentacle, dodging the dodging the beams. Okay. Um, it is Spadefoot's turn. Uh, now I've got this wand. Finish him. That's right. <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm also going to move out of melee range. Moving so. out of range? Okay. Yeah. So how exactly do uh, wands work? Because none of us have a wand. Does it? Is it just, like... Makes your spell stronger, or... You have no idea. You can discern this right now if you want. 
Yeah, I wanted to start it real quick. What's okay. its purpose and how to use it? Purpose and how to use it. It is a focus um, of purely negative spells. Um, if it's a spell that is connotated as being evil in nature, it's going to give plus ones to various abilities. Um, but beyond that, it's just this guy's focus. It doesn't. It's not a wand or rod of anything. Okay. Gotcha. Dumb bitch. Um... Hmm. I want to look around and see if I can see where the Obsidian Skin Man is. Alright, that's going to be an action. That's fine. Roll wit. 18. 18. Um, you take a look around, and you do see, right at that second, as you look up past the pulpit, the door on the left opens just a bit and closes. Is that where uh, Bow Boy went? No, he went on the other door, the door on the right. Uh, can I drop something as like a, as a free action? Yeah. Okay. I want to take my full movement back. So I'm like in the middle of the, of the temple and there are like pockets on the pews. Like for, you know how sometimes in real life pews, there's like a pocket for like a Bible you can stick in? Nah, these are just wooden benches. These are wooden benches? No. Okay. They ain't got enough money for books, yo. <laughs> um, fuck, I guess I'll just drop the wand somewhere back there, 40 feet away. Are you just gonna like toss it somewhere? See, I don't want to do that. Just break the sunbitch. I mean, it's, I've already used like all my actions, so I can't break it. Can you put it in your bag? Pluto's in my bag. Okay, I'll just hold on to it. I'm done. You're holding on to it? You still got an action left in that case, right? Yeah. Are you moving? I moved my full 40 feet into the middle. Right. And I'm just going to hold the other action for right now. Okay. Echo. Um. Okay. She's, uh... She... <clears throat> I think she first is going to like, just, nope, fuck it. She stands up. Okay. Um, like, just full height. Just looks at him. And, uh, fires off two blasts. Alright. Just, like, two balls of fire flying in his direction. Nope, not that one. I don't want to roll that one. That one's in dice jail. <laughs> dice jail. All my dice are in dice jail right now. First one's a 16. That's gonna hit. Four. That does not hit. No, four uh, damage on oh. the first hit. <laughs> My bad. Ooh, he's looking bad, man. That fire collides with him, just like singeing this coat. He's like desperately trying to pat it out while he's writhing around this tentacle. The second one is a ten. That hits. Give me the damage. Three. Still up. He's like slammed oh, again with this fire. <laughs> And again, snarls at him, and she's going to hunker. How does this uh, tentacle work? It is his turn. Um, does he continue to take damage from that? Or No, he does no. not continue to take damage from okay. that. He is restrained until the end of this turn. Oh, so he's not restrained anymore. No, until the end of his turn. It hasn't been his turn yet, has it? Yeah, not, a, not again. This he is the end of my next turn. That's right. Okay, so yeah, he's not restrained anymore. Okay. Um, he's gonna look over at you, like, peeking above the pews. 
another day. And then he's going to rub his body with his hands and cast Shuffle on himself. He's going to point over at Spadefoot, and the two of you swap places in space. I'm invisible. That's right. You're still invisible? I'm still invisible. I'm keeping track of rounds. I have four more rounds after this. He can't do it. Then I guess he's going to do it for Herbert. He He was right in front of him. And he just needs that extra little bit of space to you guys swap. And he's going to move his full movement up to the pulpit. He's not out of the woodworks yet because you're invisible. He wasn't able to run the full distance, but he's just like at the door running. Um, And what else can he fucking do? Does he run into that string? (laughs) Yeah, he fucking clotheslines himself on a string. (laughs) No. What? No. Man, he's got to get the hell out of here. He's going to, behind him as he's running, put his hands together and bring them back apart. And you guys see, expanding between his palms, a cube forms up. It's like a three by three cube. And he just drops it and kind of hunkers down as he's running to give himself the covered condition. How close am I to him? Does he have cover from me? He has cover from everybody because he's been between you guys and him. Um, like the the temple floor and gotcha. the pulpit, um, but you are twenty feet away from him. So okay. he gets uh, so he's undercover. So he gets plus three to his gotcha. defense. You got it, Herbert. <clears throat> it is your turn. Okay. Oh man, come on! You can God, make it I want to fucking kill this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So he's got plus three to his defense. I have plus two to my magical attacks. So fucking Herbert's gonna fucking throw a lightning bolt <laughs> try and hit him all right uh, that's a 15 that's gonna hit okay good for one damage <gasps> and then another lightning bolt okay you like, zap him in the shoulder and then like he swings his bat up around and you see all this purple electrical energy build around his yes. holy sigil and slings it out kind of crackles through the air 15 that hits fuck yeah and as it slams into him he twists turns and collides sliding on the floor against the back wall dust begins to settle and you see him kind of reach out to you echo and just point and smile and he dies we'll see you next time